on the UB Sports Network, live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB partners, Town Automotive Group, T-Mobile, Comdoc, Pepsi, Nike, AdPro Sports, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. Now, with head coach Lance Leipold, here's Paul Peck. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We come to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It is Buffalo's original pizzeria. The Bulls head coach is beside me here. We're going to review the win over Akron from Saturday preview this coming Saturday's home game against Central Michigan. We'll have some special guests throughout the show, including linebacker Gaddafi Wright and wide receiver Daniel Lee, both standouts from the Bulls' win over Akron on Saturday. We'll have our always popular Full of It segment, and we'll dip into a little basketball talk with Brian Wolf from the Athletic Communications Office because the UB men's basketball team has their exhibition game coming up this week. But Lance, let's get right into it. Congratulations on a win that improves your Bulls to 3-4 and four on the year, 1-2 and two in the MAC, a 21-0 victory over Akron. It had all the makings of one of those games that could have been dangerous. You're coming off a bye, you're coming off a tough loss, you're playing a team that hadn't won yet. Anything that you did through the course of the week to get your players in the right frame of mind well all those things you said are possible and and when you come off a tough loss you got the open week you, you think about it, if you're going to start slow I, I thought we started the game fast had a nice drive um you know you're, you're trying to get healthy you're trying to work on your psyche um all those things and staying positive so there's a lot of a lot of things to think of there but you, bottom line is you got to go out and play and you got to be excited about it and I thought our guys did um, you know, the first part of the, the open week, uh, you know, we, we spent time fundamentally trying to give some guys some rest to get them healthy, um, different things like that. And then, of course, went back towards game planning. And I thought our guys really handled it well. They, and I think they have throughout the year. I think uh, each each week they come out ready to, to get better and, and do the things necessary. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a tough game. Like you said, there's a lot of things that, that went on in that game that could have, you know, momentumly could have went differently. And I'm and, uh, really proud of the way we responded and pulled away. Well, the defense was the story of the game. And we'll talk a lot about the defense in a moment. But you alluded to the start, and that was the opening drive, where first off, you take the ball, which is we don't always see you do. Uh, and then it's a 14-play, 75-yard drive. Nice mix of run and throw that results in the Kevin Marks touchdown for a 7-0 lead. How much did that set a tone? Well, you know, we thought it was. You know, for a team that hadn't won a game looking for a spark themselves, we, we thought by taking the ball, it prevented that hopefully from happening. Um, and at the same time, showing confidence in our offense that we were going to, you know, you know, establish the run and, and do what's necessary. But we also, in that drive, you know, 14-play drive, uh, threw the ball five times. Um, and, and I thought we had good balance, and I thought that was a good statement for us. And, and again, throughout it, off, you know, for our offense, Akron did a good job of, you know, stacking the box, bringing a lot of pressure, and things that kind of prevented us from really kind of picking up on that and, and kind of going forward. Um, you know, we, we had moments, but not enough to be consistent. But that first drive, 
was a great way, especially after a break, to, to kind of get things going. Well, that was essentially all you needed was that touchdown, <laughs> and the defense kind of picked up the rest. So let's talk about uh, one of the more impressive defensive performances, frankly, in, in UB's Division One history. Four takeaways, five sacks, two defensive touchdowns. You hold Akron to three yards rushing in the game. Um, and, and again, this is not out of character for a defense that was number one in the MAC, that remains number one in the MAC. But what was it that took the defense to a different level? Well, uh, you know, I, I think we had good matchups up front. I think our defensive front continues to play well. Um, you know, Akron has struggled running the ball this year, and we could put them in situations where they're going to have to throw. Um, you know, they they went with a true freshman quarterback, so we thought if we could get them to hold on to the ball. And and those things weren't always going to take place in the first quarter or even the first half, but I think as things went went on through the game, we could wear down the offensive line. They had, they've struggled some in pass protection. I think our athleticism at the defensive end position showed itself in numerous occasions as well as our linebackers in the blitz game. And I thought we played fast and, and made a lot of things happen. Once you get one or two of those or get a hit, I think the confidence um, really starts to, you know, really kind of go through the defense, especially for the guys that have a chance to get around the corner and do some things. And, and I thought they did an outstanding job. With Bulls head coach Slant Slipole, this is the UB Football Insider Show from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. Uh, take me inside the coaching room when the word gets to you that Akron was going to make a, a rather unexpected change at quarterback. Cato Nelson had started 22 games. He was a junior. He had started every game this year. Apparently what we've learned from, from since then was there was a disciplinary issue so he isn't playing and they're starting a freshman who's making his first career start when do you learn about this and does it prompt any changes well we saw in warm-ups that he wasn't dressed so that was the first thing but he had he had had an injury a couple weeks back and you know they they have played a couple guys so we just didn't know who they were going with and and but uh you know watching a young man true freshman getting getting his chance he you know and warm-ups seemed to be composed confident and, and things, but you just don't know how those things, you know, sometimes a guy comes out and gets really hot and, and, and really doesn't even, I guess, I don't want to say understand, but it's no different. He's just going to go play and all of a sudden he catches fire. So um, it, it wasn't so much that. I, I think the one thing that, you know, maybe played a little more to our benefit is that Cato Nelson was, a, you know, once things broke down, he could create some things sometimes with his, with his feet. And we didn't know for sure if their backups were going to be able to do that, and, and I don't think they did on Saturday. All right, you mentioned some of the outstanding performances, and we'll rattle through a couple of the guys that really had big games. Let's start with Ladarius Mack, who just this morning named the Mack East Defensive Player of the Week. Three tackles, three tackles for loss, a sack, and the 35-yard fumble recovery that he took into the end zone for the touchdown for the second score of the game. Uh, just give us everybody an overview on Ladarius's performance. Oh, I think you, you, you kind of summed that up with what an outstanding day that was and, and the role that, that he plays for us. Um, you know, does he start it? You know, you know, he splits with Malcolm Koontz, but he's a starter to us. And there's certain roles where he plays and, and by, by coming off the bench and, and he's a, a different type of body than, than Malcolm, but he's got great quickness, great burst. They both do a, a great job in their own ways. And, and for him to come in and make a difference like that, it, 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 it kind of appeared it would be maybe his type of day, especially if we could get ahead. Um, but, you know, just the awareness on the fumble after watching the replay of it of, you know, I think Taylor Riggins is the one that knocks it. Was. it. And, and then, you know, I'm kind of watching it on the way back on the bus, and boom, how quickly he just spots it and goes, you know. And, again, that's, that's just the type of athlete he is. 
he's you know each and every day he gets more comfortable as a defensive end and and kind of perfects that trade and uh, it, it really happy for him in the way he's played. And the other defensive star was the other guy who scored the other defensive touchdown. Gaddafi Wright had five tackles, two sacks, including the ultimate play for a <laughs> pass rusher sack. Force fumble, fumble recovery, <laughs> touchdown. Yeah, he, he put it all together. And, again, that's one of those during the during the game, Paul, and then once the touchdown score, there's so much going on, and you can't see, like, who knocked it down and then who scored, and you're kind of asking. To say we were Kadha- 10 stories <laughs> up, so I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't quite see yeah. it either. And then they say Qaddafi, okay, but then I knew he scored, but then I was kind of like, okay, who, you know, you know who, who knocked it out and all those things. But Qaddafi has played well the last two games. He's, he's really kind of – you know, worked out of that first game injury that he suffered against Robert Morris, um, starting to show people really the type of, uh, you know, linebacker and athlete he, he is, and, and you can see his confidence rising and uh, and playing well for us. All right, Qaddafi, Ladarius, and the rest of the guys are part of an incredibly inc- impressive start to the year for the Buffalo defense. We're going to rattle off some really cool numbers for you when we come back for segment number two. I'm Paul Peck with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. More from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Ro- Highway. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. The Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors' Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. The Town Jeep Ramathon is on at Town Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Hamburg. Sign and drive away in a new 2019 Ram Quad Cab for $249 per month. Only $249. All taxes included. Just first payment and plates due at signing. Come on down and save at the Town Jeep Ramathon today. 42 monthly, 7,500 miles per year, 25 cents per mile overage. Includes Conquest lease. Must have competitive make vehicle leased in household. Leasing responsible for maintenance during and excess wear at lease end on approved credit. Offer good till 103119. Whether your project is above ground, below ground, or you're just breaking ground, United Rentals has the equipment and tools that you need. We rent and sell everything from forklifts and backhoes to scissor lifts and generators. We also offer a complete range of industrial tools for any job, small or large. Count on United Rentals for the world's largest rental fleet, backed by a team of equipment experts ready to help you get the job done. Located on Transit Road in Williamsville, call 716-565-1330. This is Thurman Thomas. I love to score on the field, and my family scored big time with Dr. Todd Shatkin at the Aesthetic Associates Center. Hi, I'm Dr. Todd Shatkin. Your smile is your number one asset. If you have one or more missing teeth or suffer from loose dentures, Mini Dental Implants is the solution to your problems. They're less invasive, less discomfort, less healing time, and half the cost of the old-style implant. For a Hall of Fame smile, go with the pro. Dr. Todd Shatkin at the Aesthetic Associates Center. Call 839-1700, online at drtshatkin.com. I'm Nate. And I'm Kate. And we're not just literal taste buds. We're best buds. And we love Pepsi. Sure, we live inside your mouth. But that doesn't mean we don't enjoy the finer things. Pepsi incoming. Amazing. That's what I was thinking. It's like we share the same mouth, Kate. Forever and ever, Nate. Make your taste buds happy and pick up a delicious, refreshing Pepsi. 
Now, when you come in and switch to T-Mobile, you get the amazing iPhone 11 or iPhone 11 Pro on us with qualifying trade-in. And right now, get four lines for just 30 bucks a line with AutoPay. Contact us if you cancel or credits may stop in full price due, plus taxes and fees via 24 monthly credits for well-qualified customers with qualifying service and finance agreement. iPhone 11 Pro, zero down with trade-in, plus 3125 times 24 months, pre-credit price 999.99. 0% APR, very limited iPhone 11 Pro quantities. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. Talk a little bit about the game coming up this Saturday for the Bulls, a home game against Central Michigan, a 3.30 kickoff at UB Stadium. You can hear it on ESPN 1520 right here. You can see it on ESPN Plus. And don't forget, it's a full day of fun over at Stampede Square. That opens at 12.30, walk to victory at 1. The uh, musical act on the stage has never been. They'll take that Stampede Square stage at 1.30, and then Lance's Bulls will kick it off at 3.30. Before we get into Central, Coach, wanted to talk a little bit about the performance of your defense for this entire season. A quick check of the Mid-American Conference stats shows your defense number one in scoring D, number one in yards allowed, number one against the run, number one against the pass, number three in sacks. You, you, I don't know what the sackers are doing that they haven't, <laughs> they can't sweep that whole number one category. Just as a whole, talk about the performance of what this defense has done so far. Well, they've played really well to this point. Uh, Brian Borland, our defensive staff, and, and, and putting our players in a position to play well. I, I think you, you look at some the plays of, you know, a Joey Banks, um, some of the impactful plays that he's had. We've talked about our linebackers, the defensive ends, but really when you look where it all starts to me is, uh, you know, our defensive tackles and Eddie Wilson and Chibuzi Anwuka has played really well with it. We've been able to, to, to limit some of the run game, force people into situations, but uh, statistically it's worked out really well. That all said, I think when you look at some of the, the thing of what our opponent has coming in and their explosiveness, it'll it'll be our biggest, maybe our biggest complete challenge today. Yeah, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that because the Central Michigan Chippewas are coming to Buffalo. They are the keys to the game. They're presented by Town, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, the official auto partner of UB Athletics. We love our town. The Chippewas have been one of the surprise teams of the MAC this year, Lance. Last season, 1-11, 0-8, your team beat them by 10 in Mount Pleasant. They make a coaching change, and here they come to you this weekend at 5-3, and 3-1 of the MAC on a three-game winning streak. What has Jim McElwain, the new head coach, done to almost completely turn around their season? Well, he's done an outstanding job, with, and that's pretty evident. I, I think the thing, when, when we played there last year, if you remember, Paul, it was a, it was a close game. They were a physical defense. Uh, I think Kevin Marks... Know, breaks out with a big run, I think, that really kind of helped turn it our way. Um, they were missing a couple pieces, and, and, and I think after our game, things kind of got away from them and, and their confidence, and they, they went and got a couple um, grad transfer quarterbacks or, or transfer quarterbacks and, and created a competition there. They, they you know, they got a, got a receiver that's been pretty impactful, leads to Mac in receptions. Another transfer. A another transfer, and they uh, – move some other people around, and they've and, and this staff has got these guys playing really hard and believing, and they've had some success, and now it's kind of it, it's rolling for them. Um, you know, we really like our, our running backs. We've talked about them many times, but they've got a pair of running backs that have been uh, very productive, um, making uh, big plays for them. 
Um, you know, and their big plays are coming from different areas. So um, Jim McElwain's uh, you know, reputation and experience as a play caller and an offensive mind is, is really evident in what they're doing because they're very, um, you know, diverse in what they're doing. They're getting the ball to a lot of different people, but at the key times putting, it, putting their playmakers uh, in the right spots. Jim McElwain, the former head coach at Florida and Colorado State, correct? Is that yes. where he yep. was before? Yep. So, yeah, again, coached at a very high level. Let's talk about those running backs. Jonathan Ward, 675 yards and eight touchdowns. He's fifth in the MAC. He's had five 100-yard games already this year. His backup, Kobe Lewis, 616 yards, eight touchdowns. He's sixth in the MAC. They both have had back-to-back 100-yard games. So both guys have gone over 100 two weeks in a row. It does sound a lot like the Patterson and Marks combo that we yeah. talk about here um, as a as you're getting ready and getting that defensive game plan ready to go. What jumps out at you about those two well, gentlemen? Both are electric. Both can make you miss. They use them both well out of the backfield. They can play them together. Um, but it, like I said, they've, they've been able to hit some home runs with them as well. So they they get the ball to the second, third level or make someone miss, and, and they can be gone. And, and I think uh, – Going through looking at it, and I, you, you could double-check this, or, or John Fuller can, is I, I think they have 13 plays of over 20 yards or more for touchdowns this year. So very explosive, and those two guys lead the way with that. We continue with our town Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram keys to the game with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold getting you ready for Saturday's home game against Central Michigan, a 3.30 kickoff at UB Stadium. Uh, you talked about transfers at both quarterback and wide receiver. Quinton Dormady uh, started his career at Tennessee, went to Houston. Now he's the Central Michigan starting quarterback. Wide receiver Khalil Pimpleton started his career at Virginia Tech. He now has 50 catches to lead the MAC. How have they balanced off that really good running attack with a passing attack? Yeah, and like you said, probably two things that they were missing a little bit was, uh, of course, uh, the quarterback play that they were looking for and a, and, and a complimentary to, to the run game and an explosive receiver. He's small, he's quick, he separates well. They use him in a lot of different ways, um, and, and he does a great job of getting open. And, and, and what's been impressive is which, whichever quarterback's played, the timing and consistency in their passing game makes it awful difficult to, A, get to the quarterbacks, and, B, of course, through coverage and zone schemes that you can get there. And, and so – those things together, it's going to be a heck of a test, but exciting as well. And a quick note about their defense that ranks number two in the MAC, right <laughs> behind your defense. They have the MAC's leading sacker in uh, Sean Adesanya, defensive end, and mm -hmm. they have the guy who leads the MAC in tackles for loss in linebacker Troy Brown. So, yeah. uh, you know, they're finding the right kind of balance, are they not? Yes, they are. Those those are two outstanding players. Now you just give me every reason why I got up at four o'clock <laughs> this morning. So, um, and maybe you tomorrow know, but, and, uh, yeah, and Wednesday. So, um, yeah, there's a a lot of things happening there. They, like I said, playing well, playing with confidence. They're doing a great job. Um, and but at the same time, I, I think once our players look at it, we've talked about some of the things there. So you know, for for our fans, for you know, you know, this, this should be an exciting one. Yeah, it's going to be a 3.30 kickoff at UB Stadium on Saturday. Stampede Square opens three hours before at 12.30. Walk to victory at 1. Never been on the concert stage at 1.30. A very big, crucial game for the Bulls as they try to continue the momentum that they got in Akron and still keep driving towards a Mackey's title and a trip to the bowl game. Going to be a fun one, Coach. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your insights as always. Thank you very much, Paul. All part of our town Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Keys to the game. We appreciate the time and the insights 
insights from Bulls head coach Lance Lipo. We've got much more to talk about to get you ready for Saturday's game, but we're going to do a little review of two outstanding performers from last Saturday's win over Akron, starting with linebacker Gaddafi Wright. That's next on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. Bulls fans, visit WNYAutoCare.com to locate the finest neighborhood automotive repair shops in the Buffalo area. All of these independent and family-owned repair shops are held to the highest standards of training and use the best parts for each job. At all Western New York Auto Care shops, we make sure that every job is done in a friendly atmosphere and offer peace of mind with a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty. Visit WNYAutoCare.com today to see what sets our auto repair centers apart from the competition. The reason Losi and Ganji grows every year is because they focus on your personal care. Jeff Ganji of Losi and Ganji. In 2018, we obtained over $22 million for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Not only do we assure our clients receive the maximum settlement for their claims, we make sure the small details are handled properly. For workers' compensation and personal injury, call Losi and Ganji at 854-1446 or go to losi-ganji.com. Losi and Ganji, working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Autobahn Women's Medical Associates provides comprehensive care, including on-site sonography, mental health counselors, and a health and nutrition coach. Located on the corner of Miller Sport Highway and North Forest Road, we are just minutes from UB. Our dedicated practice of women taking care of women are committed to helping you achieve maximum health and wellness. Schedule an early morning or late afternoon appointment. We even see patients on Saturdays. Autobahn Women's Medical Associates, the largest private OBGYN group in the North Towns and a proud partner of UB Athletics. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Tired of spending hours in a crowded ER waiting room? Coleta Health has the solution. Emergency room online registration. And it's reinventing the way patients access emergency care. We all know that hospital waiting rooms aren't the most comfortable places to be. And that's why we offer online registration for non-life-threatening conditions. Check in for your projected treatment time at ColitaHealth.org, arrive at DeGraff Memorial Hospital or Millard Film or Suburban Hospital at the time you chose, and be seen promptly. Do your waiting at home and not the ER. Kaleida Health. We see more than patients. <laughs> hey, everyone, let's all stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see, every moment can be kind of special. But they can be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments. It doesn't matter because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. We continue to roll on with the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. My name is Paul Peck. We thank Coach for a couple of uh, segments of really good insight into the victory over Akron on Saturday and the game coming up this Saturday against Central Michigan. Going to be a big test for Lance and the crew, particularly the defense. And one of the stars and one of the leaders of the Buffalo defense from the win over Akron and likely to be in this game against Central Michigan is junior linebacker, 
Gaddafi Wright from Richmond, Virginia. He scored one of the Bulls' defensive touchdowns. We go over the game and talk a little bit about the career of the Bulls' linebacker. Here's Gaddafi Wright. Well, Gaddafi, let's start by recapping a little bit of one of the more dominating performances on defense that this program really has ever had. I mean, there have been games, other shutouts, there have been games with other multiple defensive touchdowns, but just across the board, what you guys were able to do to Akron as you've gone back and looked at it and thought about it, give me your overall sense on on what worked so well. Um, it was the game plan Coach Borland put in. Um, he had the confidence in us that we can run any play in the play that we put in this week. And uh, it worked out well for us. Every blitz, every stunt, every coverage, it worked out pretty good for us. When when you have a situation like that where you're facing not only a freshman quarterback but a kid making his first ever start, is it is it easy to go, oh, this is going to be easy today? Um, but but take me a little deeper into that. What what did you guys do to adjust to that? What did you feel like was going to work against an inexperienced quarterback? And how long did it take you to get a sense that he, he was seeing things he wasn't used to seeing? Um... Well, coming into the week, we uh we thought that starting quarterback was gonna play. So when we noticed that he wasn't playing, we was like, okay, now we gotta switch up the game plan because now they're gonna be under center. Now we gotta switch up the game plan and stay focused. But once we noticed that he kind of got rattled under pressure, Coach Borland started calling him more blitzes and more blitzes, and we started getting home. Uh, Ladarius Mack, obviously, Malcolm Coons, Taylor Riggins, and the coverage in the backfield was was marvelous. And shut up. So. Uh, how much does it help you guys, you particularly as a linebacker, but you guys as a group, when your front four is playing as well as Kuntz, Anwuka, Mack, uh, Riggins, the rest of the guys are? Uh, makes our job ten times easier. Um, watching them fit their gaps and our gaps just come right to us and nobody's blocking us, that makes our job ten times easier for everybody to make tackles. Uh, when you're rushing the quarterback, as you were in the win on Saturday against Akron, are you thinking half sack, half get the ball out, or is there some break of the percentages there? Oh, um, when I when I blitzed, um, I missed him initially. So I was just like, I can't believe I missed the opportunity. But he set up to try to throw it again. So I was like, okay, now I got to hit the ball out and see what I can do. And it, it came out, and I just fell on it. So you, you, the ball comes out. It's right in the end zone because I think you hit him right on the goal line. Uh, it, for a minute there, at least from seven stories up, which is where we were, uh, it looked like there was a pretty good real wrestling match going on. Take me in the pile. Oh, man. I had the ball in my hands, and he tried to sneak his hands in there a little bit, but I had to muscle him out of it. So I rolled over and just locked in and we got possession. All right, so how good does that feel? You've had touchdowns before back in high school, but that's your first college one. Oh, man, that's an amazing feeling. Um, it's amazing to help the team get points on the board. So um, me, Ladarius, it, it helped the team out a lot. You know, we talked a little bit after the game about as the offense was struggling a bit and the defense was dominant, is there ever a point where you guys on defense are like, hey, let's go out and score ourselves here and help the offense out? Oh, man, I mean – Regardless of what the score is, the defense is going to try to get the ball. Um, our point is to score, regardless if it's 42-0. So I'm trying to score, Ladarius trying to score, Tyrone. No matter who's on the field, we're all trying to pick the ball off or scoop and score like Ladarius did and get some points on the board. With Bulls junior linebacker Qaddafi right here on the UB Football Insider Show. You missed three games after a little bit of an injury that came in the opener. Um, with all the excitement and knowing what role you were going to play in this team, how frustrating was that to, to have to even miss any kind of time? Uh, it was frustrating, but I knew that my team needed me to see things from a, from a sideline point of view. So I started picking up on small things like, how uh, light the uh, linemen's hands were when they were pulling and stuff like that. So I was able to help out the linebackers that were playing. 
as much as it was difficult to sit and watch, is the, uh, you're telling me that there's some benefits of all of that now? Oh, of course. I mean, coming with my surgery when I tore my labrum, I sat out the entire spring. So I was from the sideline. I was for like a couple months. I was just watching everything from sideline point of view, how to how the lineman move, how the quarterback, what reads he was doing. I was helping out everybody in the linebacker room from my perspective. Is that kind of what you also do when you're going back and watching as you are now game tape of Central Michigan this week and the matchups and the offensive linemen that are going to block you? Are those some of the things specifically that you're looking for? Oh, of course. I'm picking up on every detail I can to help out everybody on the field to pitch another shout-out, to be honest with you. Uh, all right, first year as a starter here, you've you made some big plays in the past as a reserve. I think everybody remembers the sack force fumble against Miami to, to, to clinch that win last year. But um, how much uh, has anything changed for you, mindset-wise or attitude-wise, knowing you're coming into this season as a starter? Um, my mindset coming into this year is um, help the team out any way I can. Um, I really like to cause turnovers, obviously, but if they need me to cover the fastest receiver, if they need me to – blitz help out the d-line i do anything they want me to what does it say about you guys as a linebacker group that one of your leaders and one of the best players on the defense last year in james patterson missed three games and there didn't appear to be any skipping of the beat um that shows the maturity in our, in our linebacker room uh, tim terry stepped up when i was down so tim terry has shown a great maturity and, and great effort on the field making plays left and right all right, you and I have talked about this before, but as we wrap up here with Qaddafi, right? I got I love throwing these numbers out from your high school senior year at uh, Henrico, Enrico, Henrico, Henrico, Henrico. Thank you, Henrico High School in Richmond, Virginia. Hundred tackles, five interceptions, two of them taken back for touchdowns, and six blocked punts. What was that season like? Oh, uh, that season was, was so much fun, and uh, I think about it all the time. But it really. It really didn't turn out like we wanted to. We wanted a state championship, but we lost in the first round. But I love my team. I love my school. All right, you're starting to get close to those numbers around here, too, after the first career touchdown against Akron. Qaddafi continued success. It's been fun to watch you guys. The number one ranked defense in the MAC. Keep it up. Thank you. That's Bulls linebacker Qaddafi Wright. Again, big part of the win over Akron on Saturday and will likely have a big role in the Bulls, hopefully on their end, shutting down a very high-powered Central Michigan offense, which rolls in the UB Stadium for a 3.30 kickoff this coming Saturday. Don't forget all the activities begin in Stampede Square, which opens at three at 1.30, walk to victory at 1, and then never been on the concert stage at 1.30, kickoff with the Chippewas at 3.30. More to come here to get you ready for that game. We'll talk to one of the offensive stars in the win over Akron when we return to Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. We're, we're, we're excited. Bills fans, 2019 single game tickets are on sale now at buffalobills.com. Be there as we celebrate 100 years of NFL football and the Bills' 60th season. Respiratory Services of Western New York is a locally owned and operated company. Started in 1997 by Michael McCartney, a respiratory therapist. We are proud to service over 12,000 patients from Buffalo to the Syracuse area. We are proud to be the official sponsor of respiratory and home medical equipment and supplies for UB Athletics. Winner of HME Excellence Award, Fast Track, and one of the best places to work in Western New York. Come and see the difference. It's summer, but winter is on the way. And with that comes allergies. Here's Tropical Heating's president, Jerry Paleo, to tell you about his latest offer. Tropical Heating and Cooling. 
Right now, you can get a free furnace with the purchase of high efficiency air conditioning. That's right, if you purchase your central air by the end of the month, you'll get a new furnace for free. That's a $2,500 value. And here's something else to sweeten your deal. If you purchase your high efficiency air conditioner and get your free furnace, Jerry will give the first 10 callers a free duct cleaning. That's right, free duct cleaning. That's an $800 value. Hurry, offers end August 31st. Call us today at 870-0753 and experience the tropical Treatment. Make your home your personal paradise with Tropical. Ah, hot. Tropical. Ooh, so cool. Tropical heating and cooling. Call 870-0753. Tropical the Town Jeep Ramathon is on at Town Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Hamburg. Sign and drive away in a new 2019 Ram Quad Cab for $249 per month. Only $249. All taxes included. Just first payment and plates due at signing. Come on down and save at the Town Jeep Ramathon today. 42 monthly, 7,500 miles per year, 25 cents per mile overage. Includes Conquest lease. Must have competitive make vehicle leased in household. Leasing responsible for maintenance during and excess wear at lease end on approved credit. Offer good till 103119. Bulls fans, come hungry to Stampede Square this year and be sure to visit our food trucks located next to the Tailgate Concert Series for the first four home UB football games. Food Truck Row's starting lineup will include Loy's Taco Truck, the Cheesy Chick Food Truck, the Flaming Fish Food Truck, as well as the Big Blue Food Truck. Food Truck Row is a great addition to UB's already spectacular tailgating experience, which includes live music, inflatables, and much more. So come early and hungry to UB Stadium this season. Excited. Bills fans, 2019 single game tickets are on sale now at buffalobills.com. Be there as we celebrate 100 years of NFL football and the Bills' 60th season. We're back as we continue the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. A couple of cool events coming up we want to tell you about. This week, the UB men's basketball team gets it started with an exhibition game at Alumni Arena. That's Thursday night. Tips off at 7 o'clock against the Damon Wildcats. Of course, the first regular season game for the Bulls comes up on the 8th of November against Dartmouth when the banner will be raised for yet another MAC championship. And then on the 7th of November. The Bulls will have a really cool event in the Center for the Arts. Wrestling takes over the mayhem on the main stage against Wisconsin. That's a 7 o'clock start on the 7th of November. Tickets for that event go on sale on Thursday of this week. And one other scheduling note for you, the Bulls will play at Eastern Michigan one week from Saturday, and that was announced today as a noon start against the Eagles of Eastern Michigan. Well, the Bulls didn't do a ton on offense in the win over Akron. They didn't need to. But there was one emerging star who had some career-high numbers as the passing game found its stride thanks to a young wide receiver new to the Bulls program. We spend a couple of minutes uh, talking about that performance with Bulls wide receiver Daniel Lee. Well, Daniel, you finally get a little bit of a break out there in the game against Akron. A career high six catches for 30 yards. Did you finally feel like you were kind of in the rhythm of the offense for the first time? Yes, sir. It's like, you know, just waiting so long and then finally getting an opportunity. You know, it feels real good. What was it um, about the offensive attack? What was it about Kyle that, that he was kind of looking for you a lot, particularly when you needed a few big first downs? Uh, I feel like he just got in the rhythm of it, like, early, you know, and 
built a little trust in me, you know, after catching the ball constantly. So he just kept on talking to me. All right, so we've seen you catch six. When are, I, I know it's coming soon. I know you're waiting for it. When are we going to see you get a little run after the catch and maybe uh, find the end zone there? It's, it's coming soon. I was just, <laughs> you know, just being in the first game, getting a lot of catches. I was kind of nervous at first, you know, just didn't want to fumble or nothing, so I was just protecting the ball. What's this transition been like for you? Um, you know, you, you come in here to Buffalo, and we'll talk a little bit about your junior college career in a moment, but you come from junior college, you come into a wide receiver core that was really inexperienced, which meant you had some opportunities to do some stuff, but is it, did it, is it logical to think it might have taken you three, four, five games to get to this point? Yeah, but it's all a mindset thing. You know, nothing really changed, you know, because every day in practice you going out there to – get a dub at the end of the week, you know, so just a mindset thing, that's all. With Bulls wide receiver Daniel Lee, junior wideout from Bro Bridge, Louisiana. What's part of the mindset? Take me a step further there. Um, how did you have to develop that right kind of mindset? It's just, uh, what can I say? Is it more studying? Is it more kind of recognition? Is it more practice? Is it is it just understanding how the level of competition is different? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of all of them, just different levels. You know, you just got to stay consistent on all all different levels that come with the game. How much have you leaned on Antonio Nunn, who's kind of the veteran of the group, and I know a little bit of the leadership leader of your wide receiver group. How much has he helped you? Yeah, I, I stay by tone they, like daily, you know, just asking him, about certain routes, formations, things out of school, you know, just a brother, a brother connection, you know. What's been the most uh, surprising difference between where you played in junior college and playing here in the MAC? Uh, I mean, just being on a different level, you know, that's difficult. But in junior college, it's basically hey, you on your own for everything. So, and out here, you got to help like with many different things. So. All right, so take me through uh, life at Cisco College in Texas. Um, what's, you know, we've heard some other players before that junior college football can be an adventure. Um, how much of an adventure was it for you? Man, it was, a, it was tough. I ain't gonna lie. It was tough. My uh, freshman year, you know, leading the nation in receiving yards. Then I ended up breaking my, uh, my wrist in the fourth game of the season. So my season went down fast. And then I was, you know, just hurting and like, I wanted to get back to football, and then my second year, I barely played, so I was a little stressed and stuff, and then Coach I found me, I don't know how, <laughs> but he found me, and then we built a connection, then I ended up coming here. So you were worried a little bit yeah. that, that because you weren't playing a lot that second year that you might not get the, the scholarship opportunity? Yes, sir. Um, so how did Coach I, Coach Rob Ionella find you? Uh, he told me one day he was he knew that he was losing a couple of receivers, so he ended up going into uh, a little system like that have like top ranked uh, junior college receivers, and he was watching film by film, and then he finally found mine, and he said he see he was watching the film and he seen my film and he liked what he saw so he got me again yeah, all right so what's your first reaction when you you find out that uh that the buffalo bulls are interested in you i was happy. a kid from louisiana <laughs> i was happy as hell <laughs> i was real happy you know? um, so no hesitation you you this was a you, as soon as you wanted to be here i assume right yes sir um all right so you come from Brobridge, louisiana tell everybody all of us uh, northeasterners midwesterners that are hanging around here exactly where and what Brobridge, louisiana is like <laughs> Brobridge, Louisiana is uh, the cap the crawfish capital of the world. 
And, uh, you know, so if you want to get seafood, just go visit us. But uh, it's different, like, way different than Buffalo. It's very hot, humid, you know. Uh, Those days are over up here, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I already know. (laughs) It's getting cold already. Um, So, you know, and I know Louisiana high school football is considered some of the best in the country. There's so many NFL stars, so many college stars come out of Louisiana. So what was the competition level like for you when you were playing in high school? It was very hard. You know, I didn't really play football until my senior year. I was just playing basketball. So, like, my senior year, I finally got the opportunity, and I just took it. What made you decide, even after only one year, that you wanted to continue pursuing football? Because uh, me being on the field, I was producing a lot. I was producing a lot, so I felt like I had a better chance of playing fo- college football than basketball. Uh, one of our favorite Bulls from the last couple of years is another Louisiana native, and that's Tim Roberts, who played uh, safety here and uh, just one of the one of the best kids that's ever been through this program. Apparently, you and Tim know each other, right? Tell us, take us a little bit into that relationship. Yes, sir. Uh, a little bit after I committed, you know, Coach I started telling me that uh, we had a former player that came from Louisiana, so he gave me his contact information. Me and him was talking on the phone like a couple of days through the week, you know, built a little relationship with a big brother relationship. How did he help you prepare for all this? You know, he told me the differences between Louisiana and Buffalo, you know, and prepared me for like what I was coming into, you know, gave me a little information to get a good mindset on things. From the transition from JUCO to uh, Division One. All right. Well, if you keep catching six a game, uh, we're going to hold you to bring in some crawfish up from uh, the <laughs> crawfish capital of the world because that might be – I think your teammates might they, – they, you might have to convince them how good it is because I've had them before. They're good. You might yeah. have to convince them a little bit, yeah, right? I, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> All right. There you go. We're going to hold Daniel Lee to that crawfish bake for uh, the Bulls football team maybe when you clinch the bowl game. How's that? <laughs> yes, sir. I got All you. Right. Daniel Lee, where's number three? Junior wide receiver for the Bulls. Daniel, keep up the good work. Thanks for the time. Thank you. I keep waiting for Daniel to make a really good play so I can call him the Cisco Kid. We we got that ready to go. Long time, long ago, television, Western TV show was called the Cisco Kid. So we're waiting. When he gets a big play, we'll drop one of those on the radio broadcast for you. A guy that certainly watches. The Bulls are trying to get that passing game evolved a little further now with Kyle Van Treese running the show. Going to rely on a kid like Daniel Lee to try to pick things up for the Bulls passing game. And that starts on Saturday against Central Michigan, 3.30 at UB Stadium. We'll take a little break from football and talk some basketball because I mentioned the UB men's basketball team gets started this week. We'll do that with our buddy Brian Wolf when we return to Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. fans, this is Andy Santer for Castle. No matter where your car was made, no matter how you drive, your car will run cleaner with Castle. In NASCAR, we built and maintained our own race cars. In our race shops, you'd see busy bodies and Castle. We take it everywhere we go. So check out our great website at castlepaxpower.com. You'll see why Castle Packs Power at castlepaxpower.com. As the University of Buffalo's technology solutions provider, ComDoc worked together with UB to develop a comprehensive program that lowers overall printing costs by consolidating print resources and implementing initiatives that reduce waste. Choose the winning team and visit ComDoc.com or call 716-689-0202 to see how Buffalo's premier technology solutions provider can help you optimize your workflow. Hello, it's me, the designer jeans in the back of your closet. What happened to us? 
I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Okay, maybe I never really fit you right, but I got a lot more Sunday fun days left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to Goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. UB football's fueled by Chick-fil-A on Walden Avenue. That's right, Chick-fil-A is located right here in western New York and is the preferred post-game meal of UB football. Hey kids, be sure to come out to Kids Day at UB Stadium on Saturday, September 21st as your Buffalo Bulls take on Temple. The first 500 kids 12 and under will receive a special gift courtesy of Chick-fil-A. That's Saturday, September 21st for Kids Day as the Bulls take on the Temple Owls. Chick-fil-A, home of the original Chick-fil-A sandwich. Don't hibernate this winter. Participate. Check out Holiday Valley's money-saving ultimate passes for season-long ski and snowboard programs that start as low as $155. Catch the thrill on 60 slopes and trails, terrain parks, glades, steeps, and cruisers. Don't know how to ski or snowboard? The passes include lessons, too. Spend the winter skiing and riding at Holiday Valley in Ellicottville. It's just fun. Find out more at HolidayValley.com. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We come to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. Quick break from football to talk basketball. The men's basketball team has an exhibition game at Alumni Arena on Thursday, 7 o'clock tip-off against Damon. Your first chance to see a lot of the new names that are going to play key roles for the Bulls basketball team as they try to defend their Mid-American Conference title and make another trip to the NCAAs for the insight on some of those new players and older players in newer roles we check in with brian wolf director of athletic communications focused on basketball a couple of minutes of basketball talk with brian wolf brian it's a lot of transition here for the ub men's basketball team not only from the coach but in the players so now that we're on the brink of this season getting going give everybody an idea of what the transition has been like from nate oates to jim weitzel and essentially from the core group of massenberg harris and perkins to a new core group of players yeah you know it's actually been fairly easy you know jim weitzel is such a huge part of of what we did over the last four years running the scout team, uh, watching more film than, than almost anybody. So it was it was a r relatively easy transition. I, I think the players uh, knew who they wanted as their head coach and were very excited when the when the when the uh, announcement was made by Mark Allnut. you know and then you, you had these two seniors in Antoine Johnson and Gabe Grant who had to run a scout team all last year and the head coach of the scout team was Jim Weitzel. So it's a really easy transition for them as well. And then a lot of veterans that, that are back who, who just have such a great rapport with Coach Weitzel. Well, let's start there because I think those are two players in Antoine and Gabe that are going to be very key players this year that most Bulls fans know nothing about. I know we've talked a little bit about Antoine and you've relayed to us about how good he was in practice last year, how good he was on that scout team. Um, but now starting Thursday with the exhibition opener against Damon is going to be everybody's first chance. What are they going to see from those two gentlemen? 
I mean, they're going to see guys that are hungry to play a basketball game. It's been a long time for them. I can't even begin to think how hard it was for them to not be out on the court during a 32-4 and four season. You know, they were such a huge part of getting this team ready, but fans couldn't see them out there even though they were working so hard in practice. So I know these two guys are going to be ready to go maybe more than, than anybody else because they have not stepped foot on a basketball court in, in over a year. And plus, they're seniors, so this is their last opportunity to win a conference championship, to play in an NCAA tournament. Uh, so they're going to be hungry, ready to go. Uh, I've heard some comparisons, maybe even from you. Antoine Johnson's a little like Wes Clark. Is that accurate? A little bit. I, I think, you know, Wes, Wes it was a little bit better of a, of a point guard, uh, you know, kind of that, that commander guy. Antoine's probably a, a little bit better of a shooter than Wes, but both guys just a very quick motor, uh, play good defense, and in, and in, in an instant they can, they can score the basketball. All right, so back to some of the guys that I think people are a little more familiar with. Um, Devontae Jordan figures to have a much bigger role. Javon Graves. Um, talk about those two guys and who else might uh, be ready to step up. Yeah, I think Devontae Jordan has taken a huge step up. This is It's his team this year. He's your four-year senior, the guy that's been around for, for everything. He's worked on his shooting a lot. Uh, he's a great three-point shooter now. Uh, he's much, much more improved at the free-throw line, which I know was one of his uh, Achilles heels last year. Javon Graves, again, just showed so much as a sophomore, and now he's going to take another jump to his junior year. Another guy's Brock Bertram, a guy that was behind a Nick Perkins, a Montel McRae, those guys graduate. Now Brock's going to have a, more of a role, and, and, and Brock was one of Jim Weitzel's first recruits, so I know there's just a lot of uh, a great relationship there. And then you bring in the other – well, I, before you bring in the new guys, you got to talk about Rondo Sugu and Jonathan Williams, two guys that played as freshmen, but when you have a team as good as last year's team was, played limited minutes. They're going to play a lot more this year, and fans are really going to love what they see from Sugu and Jonathan. They've just been unbelievable in practice. I mean, these are two kids that – 7 o'clock is too late for them to get their day started when there's a lift, so they actually go in the gym at 6 a.m. and get an hour in uh, of workouts first. Yeah, I want to follow up on both of those guys. We're talking with Brian Wolf, Director of Athletic Communications here at UB. His focus on the men's basketball team as we get you ready for essentially the season opener with an exhibition game against Damon on Thursday at Alumni Arena that tips off at 7 o'clock. So much hype about Jonathan Williams, um, one of the the highest rated recruits that this program has ever had. Rondo wasn't all that much fine, farther behind him as well. So both had to be patient last year. Maybe they didn't like being patient, but they had to be patient. They knew what they were getting into with the players that are ahead of them. So now there's no more patience. It flips the other way. Now there's pressure to live up to the hype. So again, because we haven't seen a lot of them, what are we going to see? How much better are Jonathan and Ronaldo than maybe the little glimpses we saw of them last year? I mean, they are they are so much better. And if, if fans stayed just a, a little bit late after a game last year, they would uh, they would see Rondo and Jonathan going back out on the court and getting shots up after a game. That's how much they love being in the gym. Uh, Jonathan has totally remade his shot. Uh, you know, he struggled a little bit from from three point range last year, but he he's totally remade his shot. He had a very uh, nice day uh, on on Saturday. Uh, the Bulls had an opportunity to, to play against another opponent for the first time, and we'll call it the secret scrimmage. Um, he had a great day there, and then Rondo's just such a—he's got a quick motor. He makes good decisions. He can do so much with the basketball. I mean, the English he can put on the ball when he's driving to the hoop is something that Bulls fans are just going to love watching. All right, and then finally, who are some of the new players that that we haven't heard a lot about that are new to the team this year that you see having a big role? 
Yeah, I mean, David Nickelberry, he's a guy, you know, there's three guys that all have Division One experience. David Nickelberry played his freshman year at Memphis before going over to Trinity Valley Community College, and he's a big body. His body's kind of built like Jeremy Harris, doesn't shoot it as well, but probably rebounds a little better than Jeremy. Uh, then you have, then you got uh, Josh Mbala, who unfortunately right now is still sitting out as we get the uh, NCAA waiver process um, worked through, but he played at Texas Tech last year. Laquil Hardnett is a guy from Cincinnati who's already been giving his his waiver from the NCAA, so fans will see him. He redshirted last year at Cincinnati, so he got a full year of practice in there under Mick Cronin, and now he still has four years of eligibility, so that's going to be really beneficial for this team. And then you have uh, two freshmen in Savion Gallion and uh, David Skogman, and both those players are just trying to still figure out the college process, but fans like him. They're both really good shooters. Skogman, a big guy, can pop out and shoot the three almost as, as well as anybody I've ever seen. All right, basketball season on the brink of getting started with an exhibition game on Thursday against Damon. Wolfie, we'll have you on plenty of times here. Looking forward to more of the cool insight. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. That's Brian Wolf from the Athletic Communications Office, Director of Athletic Communications. Don't forget, uh, Exhibition Thursday against Damon at 7. First game for the Bulls is November 8th at 7 against Dartmouth when the MAC Championship banner will be raised. Um, should be an update on the transfer status of Josh Mbala that Brian Wolf mentioned. Should be an update on that this week as the Bulls kind of want to know. And Josh wants to know, is he playing this year or is he not playing this year? And we also want to mention that the women's basketball team at UB has their exhibition game on November first at alumni arena that's a friday night seven o'clock against mercyhurst and their season begins on tuesday november 5th seven o'clock at alumni arena against central connecticut state we are at that wonderful time of the year where football's in the final stretch of its season basketball is getting started fall and winter sports are overlapping it is fun to be a bulls fan we've got one more segment we'll talk a little more football with our buddy john fuller when we return this is the ub football insider show from learfield img college it's summer, but winter is on the way. And with that comes allergies. Here's Tropical Heating's president, Jerry Paleo, to tell you about his latest offer. Tropical Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can get a free furnace with the purchase of high-efficiency air conditioning. That's right. If you purchase your central air by the end of the month, you'll get a new furnace for free. That's a $2,500 value. And here's something else to sweeten your deal. If you purchase your high-efficiency air conditioner and get your free furnace, Jerry will give the first 10 callers a free duct cleaning. That's right, free duct cleaning. That's an $800 value. Hurry, offers end August 31st. Call us today at 870-0753 and experience the tropical treatment. Make your home your personal paradise with tropical... Call 870-0753. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. 
Whether your project is above ground, below ground, or you're just breaking ground, United Rentals has the equipment and tools that you need. We rent and sell everything from forklifts and backhoes to scissor lifts and generators. We also offer a complete range of industrial tools for any job, small or large. Count on United Rentals for the world's largest rental fleet, backed by a team of equipment experts ready to help you get the job done. Located on Transit Road in Williamsville, call 716-565-1330. Welcome back to the final segment of the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We come to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It is Buffalo's original pizzeria. We took a little detour there to talk about a little bit of basketball because that's coming up this week. But we're going to end the show as we always do because Bulls fans demand our appearance from John Fuller from the Athletic Communications Office. It is the Full of It segment. Oh, how about that? Round of applause. The crowd goes nuts. you got your own sound effects and everything there, John. John is the Assistant Athletic Director for Communications, focused on football, and John always has the cool stats and tidbits that everybody needs to know. And let's start off by talking about shutouts, the shutout that came for the Bulls from uh, at the game at Akron on Saturday, their first since 2013. Right, and only the second time we've ever shut out a MAC team on the road. Uh, rather, Max shot out on the road was at Western Michigan, like you said, in 2013. I think we beat the Broncos 33 to nothing that day. Um, and then our only other Max shutout period was against uh, Ohio back in 2001. Uh, in uh, the early the, days. Yeah, beat, uh, beat the Bobcats 44 to nothing in uh, 2001 here at UB Stadium. Wow. Shocked the world. Yeah, that, that was our only win, I think. That, you know, I had two wins that it year. It was a little bit shocking. <laughs> yeah. All right. Also, uh, dual, multiple defensive touchdowns had us in the booth, uh, reminiscing a little bit about the last time that had happened, which was the game in Lance's first year at Florida Atlantic when the Bulls had three defensive touchdowns. Yeah, if you remember that. Florida Atlantic, we had three defensive touchdowns, uh, two fumble recoveries and a pick six, and uh, two again on Saturday. And, and it really, the, the Turning the ball over, uh, the team's been doing such a great job with that. Not, o- not only turning the ball over, but able to, t- to turn that into points. And the Bulls have uh, had 12 turnovers in the season so far and have been able to score off of those seven times. So getting points off turnovers has have been big uh, with this team. Oh, that's the stat of the day. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. John stat of the day, uh, drawing a big crowd applause here from uh, the folks at Santoris. Uh, okay, rankings. I rattled them off with Lance, and they're worthy of ranking, rattling off again. Uh, a, a quick run through the MAC defensive stats. It's all Buffalo. Number one in scoring D, yards allowed, rushing yards allowed, passing yards allowed. Uh, and then number three in sacks, you have three of the top ten sackers in the MAC right now. Yeah, Malcolm Kuntz is, I believe, uh, he's second right now with four, four and a half. And then um, Ladarius Mack is eighth with four. And um, uh, Taylor Riggins has two and a half in his tenth right now. So they're mm-hmm. doing a great job. And then you know, we talk about how the Bulls rank na- uh, in the MAC, but nationally they're getting a lot of attention too. Right now the Bulls not only lead the MAC in rushing defense, but they're 13th in the nation in rushing defense. And they're 20th in the nation in total defense. Which wow. Is, and, yeah. uh, and then I think you mentioned to me red zone defense is another area that. Yeah, that they're 10th in the nation in red zone defense. You know, uh, UB opponents have been in the red zone 21 times, they've only scored 10 t- uh, touchdowns. 
in 21 red zone attempts. So really, uh, I've done a great job um, when they needed to in the red zone. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, again, it's uh, it, you kind of figured in a game uh, where you hold your opponent to three yards rushing and no points that that the defensive stats were going to continue to rise. But this has been, uh, you know, I think I think the Bulls have been number one in the MAC for almost all season long. Yeah, it, it, they've they've really been playing phenomenal all year and. Um, you know, one of the stats that I, I like is, you know, especially against the run, talking about how good the rushing defense has been. We've only allowed eight rushing touchdowns all season. You know, we talk about how good the defense was last year uh, en route to a 10-win season and a bowl game. Um, through seven games last year, the Bulls have allow allowed nine rushing touchdowns. So we're off to a better pace uh, stopping the run this year and stopping the uh, opponents in the, in, in the end zone. With the and run. this is a stat that I always track and go into every game, and I think it's particularly appropriate based on what we talked about with Central Michigan. Bulls have only allowed one 100-yard rusher all season long, and, I, and it's escaping me which one it was, but it was like 105 yards rushing by... I believe it was at um, Miami. Yes, was, you're right. It was, was Jalen Bester, and he right. had like 105 yards rushing. So, right. And again, so now you're coming into a game where you're facing Jonathan Ward, who has five, and his backup, Kobe Lewis, that's had 100 yards two weeks in a row. So, boy, there's your strength versus strength kind of matchup within this game on Saturday is Central Michigan's rushing attack versus the Bulls' rushing defense. Yeah, it'll be a big test for the Bulls on Saturday. Um, you know, they're really going to have to rely on their defense to try to slow this team down because not only can they run the ball, but they're all, they have a really good receiver. They can pass the ball. It's, it's definitely going to be a tough test. But, you know, if, if the Bulls are as good as defense as we, as we think they are, hopefully they pass that test. It's a 3.30 kickoff against Central Michigan at UB Stadium on Saturday. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1520. You can see it on ESPN+. Plus. But if you want to be there, Stampede Square opens at 12.30, walk to victory at 1, and then Never Been takes the concert stage at 1.30. Back to defense real quick. As I mentioned earlier in the show, Ladarius Mack, Mack East Defensive Player of the Week, that, that's that been coming kind of a regularity here around here, hasn't it? Well, yeah, so we played seven games so far this year, and after four of the games, we've had a Mack Player of the Week. Joy Banks was twice um, after performance at Penn State and against Temple. Taylor Riggins with the, uh, after the game against Ohio, and this past week, um, Ladarius Mack was, was his, got it for the first time in his career. So, and it's, it's yeah, it's really uh, shows – how we're getting a lot of good performances from all over our defense. And I always like to mention this to to fans in that the MAC is such an offensively related conference. I mean, we you know most of the teams average over 30 points per game. Um, you know, I don't want to say that there isn't that some coaches just don't bother with defense sometimes, but this is a conference where there seems to be a lot of offense. So when you throw a defense like Buffalo's at people, and maybe that happens against Central on Saturday, sometimes you always feel like those offensively related MAC teams don't really know what to do when stuff that always works for them doesn't usually work. Right, and just to get back to the point about, uh, about our shutout against uh, Akron, how rare it is, there have only been four road shutouts all season by any team, and the other three were by nationally ranked teams. Penn State uh, won on the road. They beat uh, Maryland, shut out mm -hmm. Maryland on the road. Wisconsin shut out USF on the road. And, um, and Syracuse, back when they were nationally ranked <laughs> shout <laughs> out liberty yeah, yeah shout out liberty in their first game of the season but it's so it's it's rare to be able to go on the road and uh and and to shut out a team is is rare so you know it was a really great performance by the bulls all right well the bulls defense is going to have to rise to the occasion for a big one on saturday against central michigan john hope you're diving even deeper into some of those defensive stats if another performance like that happens i hope so too john fuller is the assistant athletic director for communications it's our always fun full of its segment and it as always wraps up this week's edition of the ub football insider show with lance leipold we have come to you from santora's pizza pub and grill on millersport highway it's buffalo's original pizzeria my name is paul peck we will see 
see you at UB Stadium for the home game against Central Michigan on Saturday. This has been the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. On the UB Sports Network, from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, UB Football Insider has been presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB Partners, Town Automotive Group, T-Mobile, Comdoc, Pepsi, Nike, AdPro Sports, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the UB Sports Network.